welcome to episode five of season two for the God Pod. A very special one for you tonight. Uh, brought to you by myself, Callum Bennett, the ever-present Lou Barker, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Richard Hopkins. Welcome, North Wales. And we have a special guest. He is very live special. This in one. The, live from the clubhouse here in Mould. Um, Lou, do you want to bring us in on a little interlude on this one? I see we had a bit of a, a thing on the stories to, for people to guess. It's gone out this afternoon. We had a couple of, we had a couple of guesses, actually. Yeah. And Hal Luscombe came in. Hal Luscombe. That would have been a coup, wouldn't it? <laughs> why Hal <laughs> Why, 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 why not? Why would they guess Hal Luscombe? I'm in South Africa now. I put your clubs out, so maybe he's played in. You must have played in him. Yeah, no, he played before had... he came up from South Africa, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I actually know how well, but yeah. he is in South Africa, so... Yeah, wouldn't it be a big... <laughs> Live from South Africa! <laughs> how let's go! No, without well, further... You heard his voice. Without uh, further ado, uh, it is current RGC head coach, but ex-Wales, Newport, Harlequins, Worcester player, coach at Worcester, and Dragons forward coach, and now, as I said, RGC head coach. It is... Mr. Kerry Jones, welcome, Kerry. Thank you very much. It's um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, obviously, you know we've got a narrative about RGC that keeps coming around. But no. Yeah, we won't we won't put that other stuff you said earlier. I've wanted to come on the golf pod for for a while, and you know I was good friends with with Will, and, and you know in, 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 in his honour more than anything else, I wanted to come on and and represent. RGC as best I can and have a chat through you know, everything there is to do with, with North William Rugby and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And you're an avid listener as well, I hear. Yeah, um, yeah. so um, yeah, it's, it's a long way up and down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe until they got episodes longer. Honestly, yeah. no, it's, you, know, you get very bored on the way up and down from, oh, yeah, from North Wales, so you've got to find something. Now, now to be fair, I, like I said, I really... We like what you guys do and um, yeah, looking forward to being a part of it. I've got two Excellent. quiz questions just to start you off. Two caps you've got for Wales, so congratulations on those. Who was it against? Who was your debut? Uh, both against Australia, actually. Ooh. So um, there we go. He's, got, he's got that one right. I'd, I'd like to you yeah. to have got that right. Too. With the pre-warm World Cup warm-up games, yeah, yeah. Seven? So we went yeah. over to um, one of to Australia. Uh, we got really close in the first one. Actually, just lost in the last minute at, um, at Sydney Stadium. Classic. And, um, yeah, was, <laughs> against Australia. Yeah, we were we were winning, and we, we basically we should have just kept hold of the ball for a minute and. Gav Cooper tries to sort of hit like uh, end over end to the corner and stays in field and they go basically the length of the field and score and win the game. So it wasn't then, Curly Beal again, was it? Uh, so whose fault it was? Hal Luscan. Hal, you the title of one today. No, then the second went up in Brisbane then. So um, yeah, we got a bit of thumping up in Brisbane. It's tough to yeah. there, but. Um, that was obviously an amazing experience. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, good. And then the second awesome. quiz question: debut for Quinns was against two, I and mean, in what year? Uh, it was against Bristol. Um, are you asking what year it was? Extra point. Uh, uh, two thousand two. Two thousand three. Yeah, oh, nice it's though. Class, yeah, class. yeah. Quinn's yeah. fans will be few, and all them that listen to uh, the pod. Quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of fans in Ch- in uh, London actually listen to the pod. So. Do wow. they? Yeah, a load of Quinn's fans obviously listen. Two hundred thirty-two caps for Quinn's. That's massive. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I had a good time up there. I was I was fortunate with injuries last you know, 
that's the major thing. I, I suppose I had injuries, but a lot of the injuries were um, sort of ones you get through to end of the season, operation in the summer, and then get back for the following year. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to do too many pre-seasons. As Lovely well, so. stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> the big stat that stands out here is 24 tries as well. That's not bad for a 10%. Yeah. 10% return, that's pretty decent. No, it was alright to be fair. It's like, good strike rate, though. On the back of the rolling ball for most of them. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. Top like, strike rate. But no, I, um, I was, I was I tell the boys all the time I like to, I like to brag now again. I got nine one year uh, in the Prem. So, yeah, nine tries in one season in the Premiership. Which is, what's what's the record? The record's not far off, though. I is think it? it's for a prop. I think I'm, I'm equal with uh, Adam Jones. Johnny, Johnny uh, oh, what's the guy, the Northampton? Big Tongan guy. Tongan guy. Yeah. yeah. Me and him are in equal wow. line, I believe. I don't know if that's still right. Fact check. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> if, if you're listening, I know what your fact checks are like. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll we'll How are you, Lou? Oh, no, oh, I'll be. Uh, been, been away again. Yeah, he passports. I think he's flagging up. I think he wants to. He might think I'm a spy. <laughs> I think he's on a spy. I've been in Paris. Which is quite nice, and then I've just got back from Lisbon last night. Got back about half one to home. So I keep uh, saying it, mate. I need to see your P sixty because I want to know what number Steve Schwartz is putting <laughs> on that paycheck. Because your travelling is ridiculous. It it's is all business travel, isn't it, mate? All business, mate. Business, all business. Yeah. business. Same client. Business class. <laughs> business class. Business with pleasure. You know. How it is. <laughs> uh, and you, Cal. Lisbon, lovely city. Lisbon, very nice. Yeah, you, Cal. Yeah, good. Uh, just finished half term back in work today. Mate, you look like a new man. I am a new man. I'm a new man. I've tell us the numbers, Carl. Tell us set, the numbers. Set myself a goal. Set myself a few goals, actually, in New Year's resolution. Um, they normally don't work. It was a certain scales a bit too high, but around about 110 kegs on Jeez. New Year's Day. Triple figs. Yeah. Not having not done anything. And now, 20, 20 what is it today? 20th? 19th. 19th, 19th of February. I've met my goal, lost 15 kilos. 95 clicks. 95 clicks, getting down to 85. 85? The first thing he said to me as soon as I walked in through the door, cool, like the deal. He's been getting it in words today. Has but, uh, yeah, no, no, all good. Just dad life during half term. It's a bit of a different half, but a few rounds of golf. 85 is too long. That's too low, mate. You're I'm like 93. You look malnutrition, day. <laughs> <laughs> 88, 88 would be good. That face works to 85 kegs, mate. Imagine the size of my head with that body. Oh, my God. A dehydrated frog. (laughs) (laughs) Hoppo. Hello. What have you been up to, mate? I saw you at Scum Half on the weekend. Man of many trades. Killing it. Master of... uh, (laughs) What do you mean by killing it? Like uh, ruining the Passes. Killing the passes. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) My, uh, my, My... Movement around the game is pretty good, and my reading of the game is pretty good. My passing is dreadful. Yeah, I saw. And that nine, it's, at nine, it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, yeah, that is the job. Of yeah, it, it's pretty it? valuable asset to have at nine. How's the hand and the hammy? Hand's good. Hammy is very tired. Yeah. Um, all my hammies were tired after after Saturday. How many have you got? All those. At least four. Six. Um, six Hotho, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And Kerry, your weekend. How's that go, mate? Oh, yeah, nice. Well, tell what beautiful. Uh, no, it's all Obviously, right. other, other than the result, good weekend. Uh, yeah, what did we do? Uh, not like, oh, I went for, went for a walk with the missus. So my son oh, was out with his, nice, uh, his girlfriend, so we went... Um, bit, of, bit of quality time with the missus, yeah, wasn't it? Well, yeah, up on the Office Dyke Park. We oh, lovely. Across there, so we had a, we, had, we had quite a long one, actually. So, yeah, we deserved a beer. Deserved a beer at the, the end. A bit of Sunday roast after. So, yeah, pretty quiet. That <laughs> takes us... Oh, <laughs> Segway! <laughs> Segway! 
or segment or whatever they say. Segway, yeah. We have got our first sponsor, listeners. Millions Woo! of listeners out there. Um, yeah. We've got our first sponsor, and it is Spitting Feathers Brewery. Yeah, big shout out to Spitting Feathers Brewery, who are based in Waveson, just outside Chester, so very local to, well, us guys at the minute. And they're looking to expand over into North Wales. They already service quite a few pubs over this way. Um, they have just brought out a new line of three craft ales. The one we are sampling today is called Overtime, and it is 4.8%, so those of us that are driving aren't having too many of them. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, Overtime for hard-working beers. We're hard all, here. Beers We're all here at 4 o'clock on a Monday, so we are all very hard-working. <laughs> and I will say, that is very nice indeed, and we are very thankful for Spitting Feathers for Learn some of that to us. It's pretty um, floral, that, isn't it? That intensely lovely. tropical mango. I can yeah. taste that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I get a bit of that. I can definitely get I can taste that. And I like it. It looks very... Yeah, it looks good. summery. Yeah, it's got summer vibe. Coming up with the right season. Yeah, spring coming in. There's yeah. me at the bottom. <laughs> Sat at your desk. Sat at my desk. Doing your notes for the golf club. I'm supposed to be working. No, it's not me. This guy's bald on here. That's you that's trying to get your laptop working, that is there. Your hand on your head. <laughs> Um, um, and am I right in thinking Spitting Powers have got a few things that we may be giving to our uh, our amazing listeners? Yeah, so uh, what they've done is they've given us a little uh, discount code. So we will be posting the discount code, which is GogPod, and, the link. and a link to their website, and you can get a load of their or any of their, their range of beers, actually, for 10% discount with our little code. So there you go. And they are going to be our oh, um, nice. the taste of our podcast for the next two, three podcasts, actually. We've got a couple more to try. So thank you very much for those. Yeah, guys. thanks, yeah, man, fellas. So we'll start our review of the Div 1 um, fixtures over the last fortnight. And we'll start with our predictions. We're sorry we didn't get them out this weekend. Um, Hoppo's uh, Wi-Fi was down. It was his job to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I predicted that Patheli win. You did? And that was a big win. You did. You did predict uh, that. Uh, uh, landed no. Uh, we'll, edit, we'll edit the post so it looks like you did that, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we did. It, it was a draw this weekend. Two apiece. Two, out two, of the four. Two. So it's 5-3-2. Yeah. Three, 5-3-2. Two. Five, three, two. Five means to the king. So we're Callum. good there. Oh, God, King boys. Mold got beat again. Oh, oh no. Did we do that? Let's see that one. What happened, Ops? Uh, Oppo's blaming Kerry for taking Louis. <laughs> yeah, it's Kerry's got a lot of players. He's yeah, got a lot of players. <laughs> Um, we've, uh, I think we had 10 line-outs and won two of them. Um, so that kind of shows. Set-piece. Set-piece went awry a little bit. Um, and they took their chances. They were good. They were good. They took their chances. They play. They played really well. Um, played very well as a team. You can say that they played um, consistently well together all the time. Um, and we got into good positions, but didn't take our chances, and they did. And that was the what, difference. You sound what, really low there. Yeah. <laughs> really low. What is the general consensus in camp at the minute? Like, is it... Is it Frustration. Is it? Because we're putting together some good stuff, and we're just not going to... It's classic of a team that's trying hard to build and trying hard to put some good rugby together, but not quite getting the result at the end of it. So players are coming to watch us, and opposition coaches are saying... Bloody, I don't know why you're second from bottom. You're playing some really good stuff. Um, and then you saw the game against Wrexham, um, and you were saying the same thing after, after the game. Yeah, like I said, I went up to Wrexham and watched that game. I think it was good. They showed some really good patches within that. You know, but it's, it's, a, it's a little bit like us in RGC to a certain extent. You know, it's just it's getting those wins now, isn't it? You know, you yeah. can have good performances, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting the results, you counts, know, Especially yeah. in this position we're in now, where we're yeah. second from bottom still with seven 
six, seven games left. You know, you've got to eat one out, don't you? You've got to, you've got to find one yeah. somewhere, and then you just have that bit of confidence at the back of it, and then, then you're away then, aren't you? Can I just ask, you know, with that carry obviously you went out to that game when you've got those weekends, is that something you you look to do? You try well, and Thursday weekends. Thursday weekends. Thursday weekends. Thursday weekends. Yeah, no training probably for yourself on that Thursday if there wasn't a game or whatever. No, we actually um, bought train forward on that day. So oh, really? we go over. Um, obviously, a bit selfish, really, because a few of our boys we put out to play in that game. So, But no, I try to get out to as many games as I possibly can. You know, I want to get out. I want to get around the region. I want to see you know, the boys playing. And I, and I want to you know, selfishly look if there's anyone out there you know, putting in good performances and you know, we can have a look at them and they want to come over and be a part of RGC then you know, that's that's the pathway we, we want to create Stick your hand up I mean I, I did have that for later on in the pod but I may as well ask it because oh, you've, yeah. you've gone nicely onto that um, and for, for me looking at the leagues and watching a bit of rugby and getting the VOs in and, and picking tries and things like that obviously the pathway is there with 18, 16s, 18s um, uni and then obviously the academy into the first team is there a pathway there where someone's performing well in Div One, they can come and get brought into a Monday training session, and then in, and then go back to the clubs, but maybe be up for, for selection for RGC on a weekend? Yeah, very much um, so. You know, I think you know, two years ago when you look at like Sir Billy and Cam, those guys came in from Didno uh, and they were coming in and playing for us on weekends when they didn't have yeah. games, and they got contracted the following season off the back of that. Um, you know, obviously, <laughs> Didno weren't too happy about it because you know that. That we can stand, but I suppose you know that's the the trade off really. Like you know, Jack Davis coming from Carnarvon, start of the year this year. You know, we heard he was a big man and athletic man, which he is, and doing some good stuff. And he's come in, you know, he's had the odd game here and there, and he's hurt his shoulder. He's coming back from that now. So you know, we are open to to anyone coming in. Yeah, that's great. Pretty much a, an open door policy. So you know, any player that that wants to come in and come and train with us, they are more than welcome. You know, and and any club that wants to nominate players, we are we are more than welcome. And that's and that goes on to sort of where. I was going to speak to you guys about, you know, we had a session against Rex. And we okay, I'll Rex. play. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we were, we, uh, generally, we, we, we're really open to going and um, doing sessions against every, every club if they want to. We're more than open to any players coming in. You know, it's that's what we're there for. I that's think. really good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it'll help you guys. We touched on it, I think, last pod or the pod before about having videos from every game. Now, how hard that is with VO, but we, we had a discussion that maybe that's something that that without you being able to get to every game, there's long bus journeys, there's a lot, you know, there's time where potentially you could look at, I know you've got a lot on, but if there was the video platform to be able to look at every game in Div 1, Div 2, that, that might be a good tool for you guys as well. Yeah, very much so. Like I said, I think what we'd probably do is if, if there was a player of interest that we wanted to look at, then we'd probably pull that footage and then start looking at that player individually and then you know, perhaps they come across and show an interesting one to come to RGC because yeah, yeah. the thing with RGC you've got know, to have that as well haven't you you've got you to have interest, yeah. they, they've got to buy into it because it's too hard you know it's 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 three nights a week and the train's hard and it's the travel isn't it yeah. you know you want to commit to being able to you know to go down to South Wales we were down to Newport and Abraham in the last two weeks travel is the killer yeah it is so you know if you're not committed to, to knowing that before you start and I, and I said to the boys right at the start I said we're never going to use travel as an excuse so we we know what it is. You know, we we bought into it right from the start. It's not going to change. So you know, we're never going to go right way and say, "Oh yeah, it was the travel this week." Well, you know, it's the travel. So we have to cope with it and be be as good as we possibly can be every time we travel. And from an outside looking in, it seems like the relationship that RGC has with the clubs is getting better week on week, month by month. Is that is that a fair reflection? 
I hope so. Um, certainly, if, if it wasn't the case, I'd be pretty disappointed. So um, I that's what it looks like for outside looking. Yeah, it looks like it's getting better. Yeah, well, I know you know you spoke about the WhatsApp group being reopened about it and, and showing what everyone's doing every weekend and putting players out where we can. And you know, we've got to balance that around players. Obviously, playing like this Wednesday, we're, we're dropping quite a few into the Bangor group because we haven't got a game on the weekend, so it makes sense. There'll be a strong largesty contingent playing over in Manchester yeah. on Wednesday. And if they played on Wednesday and played a full 80 and trained with us, or they played on the previous weekend, we've got to balance that up. But, but certainly putting our players out and, and certainly that relationship of bringing eight players in, uh, I think is is really open door. And that goes out to, to every North Wailing club that we're happy to come and train against you or you come and train against us or players. You know, if they feel that they want to, they want to push themselves to come in and, and gain part, gain involved with training. I'm not saying you're going to get thrown contracts, but certainly if you make enough progression in your training, you're really committed and you're somebody of interest to us in, in certain positions. There's there's definitely an opportunity for you to kick on. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, we'll carry on with Div One then. Um, I've made like a little bit of a like a, a title for each of these. These teams that are that are in this because Nat Comey going to win it. They're, they're, they're champions, aren't they? Yeah. Patheli, Plandidno are in that kind of mixer. Canarve and Bethesda. Champions League spots. Champions League spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Relegation spots. You're looking at Mould. Don't get tired down. Unfortunately, sorry yeah. guys. We love you, but you're down. Yeah. Um, but then you've got Mould in there. Plangevni in there. Ballot in there. I've got Cobra and Rithian. I think the two wins on the weekend, Rithian beating... Oh, huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, huge. I think Cobra may have just snuck out of it with that well, win against That 27-23 win for Rithian at home, huge. Yeah, and the Cobra win against you takes them to 33 points. That takes then to... I've got it here. 14 points clear 14 points clear of Mould and they played the same games. Yeah. So Mould are five points behind Gevney, but game in hand. And that game in hand, shock, is against Gevney uh, at well, the start of April. Well, that's the game in hand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, is that yeah. away? Away, away in Gavney. Yeah. So Mould have, Doll again as well. Mould have got Baller away next weekend, second of March. Then they've got Doll at home, two Nant games. Win them. Wrexham at home here <laughs> on the new pitch, and then they've got Gavney away and Cobra away in April, and that's that's Mould done. Ideally, so, we'd like to have it done and dusted before he gets those last two games. Yeah, like we're. But things that mo- my issue is Hopper. Things with Gevney and Bala, like Bala beat um, Dog Atlas 72 0. I think you forget as well with Bala, they've won the league in the last 10 years. Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick Brown 10 years ago. They won, they won Div 1 in 2014 15. Gevney, 14, was it? Yeah, Gevney are picking up losing bonus points. They, they, um, that game against Wrexham this weekend was 21 22. Have you heard the story at the end? No. No, 21 20 was. 21 20. So apparently um, they scored last minute, Wrexham. And he need the kick from the touchy to win it, right? Oh, and Jack Jones, who I think was on the bench, comes on. I think he's the ten, young lad, and he just goes, "Oh, I've got it, I've got this." And they call him Jack Leg Day Jones because his legs are tiny like Barks. <laughs> 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 They're like tiny legs, but Jack went, "I've got it. this, absolute plums, slots it for the touchy, and I've got a video of it." Wow. So that's going on our socials. Yeah, on socials. Nice. T minus two days, nice one, Jack. but yeah. So Jack slots it, but Gevney picked up a losing bonus point. That takes to five points. Mould have to win that game in hand with a bonus point. It just, there is a few little, oh, it's yeah, going to get yeah. interesting it down is, there. It's really tight. It is tight. It's, it, it's every game's a, a cup final for us now. Yeah. Isn't it brilliant? Every though? game. Again, Gavney wouldn't be happy with they being over there, like, you know, they're the only team on the island now. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are, yeah. You know, realistically, you know, they. they yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I did. Oh. 
Yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd think they'd be stronger than they are, really, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you would. You would. Whether whether with with teams folding in the last 12 months, nine months, whether we'll see that the effect of that next year. Yeah. But I think people, because of the links there, do they just come over and Carnarvon or, you know, you know, Carnarvon are putting two sides out, winning Div 3 easy. That's going to be huge for, for Carnarvon for next year, having a twos team in Div 2. Um, if it's those bigger that's teams there. That's still an if. Well, I think Menai Bridge are still, yeah, no, yeah. they're still in the mixer, aren't they? Oh. Well, Menai Bridge are my no affiliate team as well. Are oh, they? Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll That's your affiliation, is it? I have to put it. I played in their 100th uh, anniversary game. Because um, of oh, nice. McBride? Uh, no, actually, because of uh, Sean and Bryn Hughes. Shout out to them. So Sean's secretary at Menai Bridge. Okay. Captain for years, Sean over there. And um, Bryn, his brother, came down to Usk, returned to my local town. He's playing down there, moved down there. Newport? Uh, yeah, really good mate of mine. Anyway, so um, Brain brought me back up for the 100th um, anniversary game, so I played oh, up in Manor Bridge. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah. Stay, so that, there's your affinity, there. mate. There's my affinity. So, yeah, so I was there playing in that game, and of course, um, Kerry Jones, and, you know, uh, halfway through the night, everyone presumed I was Welsh speaker, must speak me in Welsh, which I'm not a Welsh speaker. And I, was just, <laughs> like, I was pissed by the time, so I was just nodding away, yeah, just yeah. like, yes, in my like, oh, pretty well. To be I was going to say there's probably 10,000 reasons why you came up to play in that game. Brilliant! No, that's great, man. I bet you got yourself a new follower. Well, not a new follower, but uh, a big name, a follower. big name follower. Got a blue tick. <laughs> <laughs> he, want, he wants a kit. <laughs> no, good stuff. But yeah, um, Clangevney obviously losing bonus point could seem crucial. Um, I would like to say. You defend the games. Defending mode. No, not defending. I'm just like outlining a couple of things. We've got to play Doll again, which I'm sorry again, Doll, like you said, for. We oh, can. Mate. And they've got to come here. You're doing some very. I don't, yeah, touch wood, touch wood. Yeah, I, I would like. Where you I would like Please to think that's, that's a W. I'd like to think that's a five pointer for you. Can we cut that? <laughs> Over to you, Cal. Div two. Paper. Div two, yeah. Um, only one. Full, no, no full weekend since we last spoke. A couple of one-off bit games. Part. Bit, bit part. Yeah, bit bitty. Bit bitty. Bit bitty. Um, first game was two weeks ago, two weekends ago when Wales were playing. Wales were playing. We played against Shotton. We went away and played Shotton. Uh, that pitch was horrendous. <laughs> that pitch right. was horrendous. There's right. been some rumours flying around about what happened in that game, Carl. <laughs> That's there. Yeah. Go on, watch it. I'm not elaborating to anything, but you no? can ask me some questions if you want. Okay, uh, so... Um, what 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 was the score in the end? What it was twenty eight thirteen. They absolutely played us off the park. We were yeah. disciplined. We were fifteen nil down after ten minutes. Um, what eight in the first? You played against him now, Cialo Benj. Any good? Great boot out of hand. Kerry's obviously seen. He's been. He's got a brilliant boot out of hand. Any good, Kerry? He looks like he's a player. He's definitely on left. Yeah. There's a player. There's a player in there. He's carrying a lot of injury. Knees heavily strapped up. He's just come back from that ACL injury. I think his hamstrings. He's a bit worried about he, that. Because he sees the real physio, um, and it was really weird before the game. He was stood outside our change room, and I was like, "What's this guy doing?" He he was waiting to see our physio before the game and got strapped by our physio. Bloody hell! I was like, "Do not strap that bugger. He's not getting on that pitch." No, but they, they battered us. It was it was seven about seventeen penalties to one in the first 30, 30 minutes. We completely lost our heads. We we we, we couldn't deal with. But well, there was a red card. Tackle heights, yeah, with two yellows, uh, and a red for Teddy. 
Um, Few verbals. We'd, we'd just, we had just pulled it back to 15-13, and then he gets a red card, a second second high tackle. Um, somebody, somebody called 911. Yeah. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, um, you know, Sagala Bange, he, what what a left boot. Like a laser, just pinning his back, pinning his back, pinning his back. Sounds, was, like, sounds familiar. <laughs> no, but he was good, and John Catland, good as ever, running hard from twelve, it orchestrated well by Ian Marshall. They deserved to win. They were the better side. Um, literally, the red mist descended when we lost that. When we went down to fourteen for the second time, you know, playing sixty minutes for 40, 40, 14 players is it, it's near on impossible, yeah, especially yeah. when they're fighting down the bottom with us as well. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like we, if we had kept ourselves in the game. Like we got ourselves back into it. I think it yeah. was all. Give a head start. The tide was turning. We had to try disallowed in the corner at 15 13. Two minutes later, a card happened. So oh, it's one of those. Um, we got a good win this I tell you what, though, hell of a grub. Hell of a grub afterwards from was uh, it? to Calon. Yeah, yeah. Really nice shitty Concarni watching the yeah, end of the game. The game. Nice community little place, isn't it? Yeah, it's good there. Um, really good. But they deserved the win. They were good. Um, Callum talking positively about Shotton. Love that. Love that. Obviously, last time we did, I did speak about Shotton and I wasn't happy with some of the things I'm on the social media and it, someone got in touch with you, Hopper, didn't you? Good yeah, I spoke to Mike, who I used to play with him old, uh, who's uh, the secretary down there. Uh, secretary or fixture secretary and he, he was sort of outlining a few um, difficulties he's had from... Um, the permitting system, basically. And um, communication with the WRU, especially. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He's, he's been a bit frustrated with how they communicate with him, etc. And, um, and a few, on a few different matters. Um, so he was just kind of outlining towards his frustrations with the WRU, mostly, and not necessarily other teams in North Wales. Yeah, and and it, they, because they got done with the permit thing, I was saying this to somebody else the other day, they're ticking their eyes, sorry, Dotting their eyes and crossing their teeth yeah. with every game. Ticking their ticking eyes. eyes. <laughs> That'll be sore, ticking your eyes. I me and Kerry both have a mouthful of a mouthful of overtime. Mate. He's just this. That is no. <laughs> these do hit the spot because he's losing his head. <laughs> <laughs> what is in these things? <laughs> They're great. Genuinely. <laughs> Dick in the house. <laughs> that was after that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dick in the house. That was, that was after the game. That was after the game in the. Uh, yeah, that was man of the match straight. So, so they're, they're trying to do everything properly by the book, making sure it's all following every law and things. Yeah, basically they're checking everything, and they're because they're checking everything, and they've seen a few things that they've noticed on the field and a couple of faces they've gone and checked it and then it's turned and then the communication they've had is not permitted and then they've gone back and they said oh well, they were permitted but we've sent you the wrong information etc so yeah. and then so he's put out a post uh, on socials not to berate any other teams but more to give the uh, WRU a bit of a nudge oh, fair. effectively well, you know I think there's ways of doing it isn't there as well and yeah you know, it's it's good that we get that clarity as well because I don't want to come on here bagging him because, like I said, I've got people who, who, who are friends who play there and things like that. It's it, it, it's it's done the right way, um, and they, but they have had that points deduction, haven't they? Now, so yeah, Mike did mention yet. that, but just hadn't shown again on the leads. Power of the pod, mate. <laughs> again, he said that was another thing that hadn't been done. It's that I think they're because they've started this new system where everything's gone online and all the team sheets are online oh, yeah. and the registrations have been delayed, and obviously because they've had. Well, everyone knows all the, the, the details about what's happened with WRU in the last sort of uh, 12 months. And they're making loads and loads of different changes in terms of 
how the game is run in Wales and all the different people they've got at the top of the game and like the different structures that are happening. There, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a yeah. lot of moving parts. There's a lot of new people coming in, going out, and there's a lot of new systems to be set up. And they're just feeling the hit a little bit, I think, in terms well, of all the administration side of things. Yeah, well, the admin side of things is interesting. So I mentioned this the other day, and it's like, you used to get everything team sheet before the game, didn't you? And now it's all done on the app. And it's like, how do you know if you don't have a hard copy team sheet? Someone goes, here's the team sheet to you. You've got to go and request it from the other team. Can I look at your app to see what... Uh, to see what Are they ava- they're not down? available online to go and look at? Well, I think they've done it in the last few weeks, where an hour before kickoff, you can see. Again, that's like a learning process, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and so it's like... You're one of the days of programmes, aren't they? Yeah. You know, I love it. I it's, When I used I to come when I was a kid, I'd love coming to watch Mould Air, first team programme. Three quid, your programme. What's that? You know, 14, Richard Hopkins. You can get, <laughs> yeah, you can get an e-programme now, can't you? But it's got to have someone to do it. Do you um, know what I mean? It's the really... Coldy Stuff programmes. We do e-programmes, yeah. Sky going on. Big shout out for Save Sky the Lord. trees. Sky. I actually said Sky and they said, these programmes are quite good. I said, quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. I spent all... Well, we can't what isn't good is his playlists. Well, as apparently, he has been saying it's not his playlist. No. He, he's, he says it's not my playlist. He's just putting it up there. Yeah, but, right. Okay, we finished yeah. up there. And so the weekend after, sorry, Luke. Go on. No, go on. It was, I would just say he was at our game as well. He went the weekend after. That man, Owen from Money Talks Productions. What oh, yeah. Job, what a job he's doing. He's class. We've got him down to mould in a couple hey, of weeks. See the TikTok he made. I think he's slotsman. I've got, I've got here. Callum sends Lewis Instagram post top money talks three times last week. <laughs> Did you see the second nudge, yeah. <laughs> mate? He's worried about you being a stalker. For <laughs> well, but... streaming orders. Will be a for a while. Good bloke, eh? What a top guy! He, and it's, it's he's good. done a bit with you boys, RDC yeah, yeah, as well, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. he's working with the uni as well. He went went with the uni last week, didn't he? To um, Manchester. Mate, he's going on like a Tuesday night to Bethesda yeah. and that. I'm like, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Went down, down with Colm Bay, didn't he? he went down with, well, he went on his own and he went with, what, he's down in Cardiff. He's, he's I think, did he get an invite with Colm Bay to go down? Colm Bay paid his hotel. Did they? That's class. That's, That's decent, that. To come down. Oh, fair play. Yeah, and they give him a hat as well. Like, but what he's doing. We saw the hat problem. Yeah, it's like our hat off. What he's doing is really good. It's like in conjunction with us, isn't it? He's working well together. You know, he's again expanding that North Wales brand. It's just. People, he's tapping into the, the younger audience, really, like TikToks, Reels, all that Instagram stuff. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's the way the, way the game's going. And yeah. That's what it is, it's short videos. 80 way, second attention yeah. spans. Yeah, yeah. It it's brilliant. And yeah. I mean, was, 80's a bit much for me. <laughs> he was there at that, um, at that amazing game in Mid-Wales, the Mid-Wales derby. That was also a promotion yeah. battle. I watched the 1880 there. That looked class. Class game. And, yeah. and a really good atmosphere scene there. Decent crowd as well, by the looks Yeah. Uh, and he said he had a great hospitality, great great welcome from the guys at Welsh Pool, and they always do. They got mega grub there as well. Talk about grub again. Um, but <laughs> I'm not eating for weeks. Welsh Pool. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, what's, the, what's the Peter Kay thing? What does he say? <laughs> 16 stone a day. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, no, um, but we've got him coming down to Mold uh, on the for the Mold Dagesta game on the seventh, seventh, ninth. No, <laughs> yeah, he's in England. We got chairman's dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a coupon yeah. of a coupon. Yeah, but I was going to say, you know, pick the game that you fancy yourselves in. He, he, he gets some, he gets some great <laughs> shots, and he, he, he caught a few of the tries. He caught Goody's try. He caught Harry Davis. A worldly little finish from the fifteen mm. men the first half. He's, yeah, fun, he's flying, done. Harry Davis. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Have you heard of him, Kerry? Um, <laughs> you haven't. Yeah, no. 
I've actually really got a list here of players you might want to have a look at. I'll share it with you after them. One, Lewis Barker. <laughs> Two, one, Lewis Barker. Richard Two, Hopkins. Richard Hopkins. Three, Carl Bennett. <laughs> We've all served that so, time, I think. <laughs> but um, great win for Welsh Bull, that. Okay, yeah, they're flying, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, that puts them right back in the mix for top two, you know. Well, so that puts them in the mix, but also it's not been a good two weeks for Newtown because they lost this weekend at home. Oh, I had Newtown, I did. Tayru. Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to do it. And there was me in the last pod saying, oh, do you know what? Newtown, Tayru have turned the new leaf. There's forward scoring all their tries last weekend. Two from Josh Williams on the wing and Avan in the backs on fire, showing me. And Jack Ellis again, showing that his kicking is, is winning them games. Those... Those two conversions and penalty ten points for the boot has, has sealed that a, a crucial away win there. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and then Denby, you know, I think shot on the back on the horse. Yeah, back on the horse after a, a tough few weeks. All tries from their backs there. Seds weighing in with two. Aiden with two. Sorry, uh, sir. Have you Rick. seen the the videos? No. I got sent them. I'll send them into the. I'll, send, I'll put them out. There's some absolute world. I tell you what, they've got a winger, Kieran Bonar. Yeah, Bonner. Yeah, my wheels. Is oh, he my wheels? Yeah. I mean, a unit as well. Unit. I think the shot and put out on socials and they, they were bitterly disappointed because they put in a good good performance there. But obviously, like they said, this season, they can see why Danby are top of the league when they yeah. actually turn when they turn on. They've got a hell of a backline when they when they start firing. thing is, it, with teams in that league, I, I don't want to sound thingy, but like if you lose two or three of your good boys, yeah. suddenly like you're right up against it. Yeah. Because like... You need your good team to be able court. to function. You need your core to be able to yeah, function. Yeah, you lose someone. And is is it similar? I wouldn't like to say it's similar at RGC level, but, you know, you've had some big injuries. You've had, I you know... I think it's the same in any team. In any team. I think if you lose the spine of your team, you're always going to struggle. And I think... Um, 2, 8, 9, 10, 15, isn't it? That's yeah. yeah. Crucial. Yeah, and it's, it's been the same for us. Like, you know, Ebbs, we pushed him to go to Scarlet, but obviously losing is big for us. You know, he's... Yeah, nice player, player last year, you know. Then you lose, you lose Dion, you lose. Dion goes out, Danny Swills. Yeah, well, Swills well, but Danny goes up. Danny's gone. Danny's gone to Hong Kong, and then Harry Evans. You were all big voices as well in the, in the dressing room. I was injured as well, and he was injured. Tid's been most of the year, so yeah, virtually your yes. whole backline's gone. Though. But they're, big, um, they're not just you're not just missing them on the field, are you? I know they're in and around, yeah. but you don't get that. You know the same kind of input you'd get if they were playing. No, one hundred percent. You know that that backline you know, was been there for what five, six, seven years, and they playing together week in, week out, and they yeah. developed mm-hmm. together. And so to lose a lot of them at the same time has been really hard this year. And I think up front as well. You know, you haven't seen so much of Bryn this year. With uh, Bryn Jones, um, obviously Billy's been injured. You know, he got injured going away with the Penguins in the summer. He's only just come back. You know, so another older player and a, and a big presence from the change rooms in a short space of time. Jesse hasn't played as much as he would have liked this year, really. He's had a few injuries. So, like I say, you put all that together, and that's the that's the core of your team that's been sort of um, that's been out for the majority of the games. Um, like I said, I think the positive side of it is, as I said to you before, I think you know the exposure that these these guys are getting is unbelievable. You look at um, you know we speak about Louis earlier, we talked about and say, then you talk about Matty Price, then you talk about Gareth Parry, then you talk about Charlie Probert, and then you just, it just goes on and on and on. The, the list of those boys that have had exposure in the Prem this season all 18, 18, 19 years, 18, years old brilliant can only be good for RGC in the long term future yeah, yeah. and given the fact that you know this season you know there isn't promotion you know, relegation there's, there's all that it's, it's a bit of a weird one this year isn't it yeah it's a new new league coming in and well, new format coming in next year so it's kind of like I think I think it has been a really positive from that point of view it's been hard right you know it's been hard for myself and hard for 
the supporters at times yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and everyone involved with it because you know we want to win every game you know we're, we're not there we're not going we're not going to develop players you know it's part of us yes but we want to win every game play and it's it's tough to take so but yeah we we just keep battling on we, we're better on the weekend and we just keep going yeah no it's been um I think you can see that. that, that I mean, the development with some of these boys, cat, like cat, the boys at Bangor especially, yeah. who are getting the Bangor, getting them into that kind of, you know, trying to get them into playing, you know, the Super Rugby and that yes. Super Series in, in uni. Yeah. And obviously feeding back into the team. They've all been blooded now. Obviously taking that experience back to Bangor and back to the club sides. Yeah. Um, I know we were a bit, <clears throat> we were probably a bit, um, a bit negative at the start of the, the, start of the year in terms of, in terms of results and what you know, does this team want to go and like? And like you said, I've, I'm, I spoke to you after one of the games, and you said we want to win every game. Mm. And look at the injuries we've had, yeah. and look at who we're developing. And until you, you you see that, but until you get clarification, sometimes it's like, yeah, well, actually, yeah, there's six eighteen-year-olds playing here, yeah. you know. Yeah. And what what without relegation, it's been the perfect year in a way, hasn't it, to be able to do that. Yeah, as I think, like I said, Andy Lloyd came up and spoke to me and he said, you know, credit to RGC, you know, you boys in terms of our 20 selection, I think he said, I can't quote correctly, but he was like something like 23% of your squad this season has been 20s eligible. Yeah, on week Mental, week. aren't it? That's yeah. good. Um, and the next best one, I think, in the Premiership was about, was about three or five. Or yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, so that shows how, how young we've been. And, you know, I'm not saying I want to be young. You know, I'd, I'd like to be an older side and I'd like to be at top four where I think if we'd had our full squad available for the whole season, I think we would have been around there. Because I think when you had everyone there, and we've only had it like probably twice this year when we've been fully loaded, you know, I think you saw the Cardiff game. Cardiff game, yeah. Over. And we weren't, weren't completely fully loaded then even. But, um, you know, like Owain was back. And it's like, look at Owain. You, you look at him as a as a player of real quality, but he's just had that one season with us, and he's gone on. He's gone to Loughborough, and he's starting every week. He's captain like, on several occasions yeah. in in in, in, the, in the Bucks. Yeah, you know he's absolutely flying with them off the back of his development. Now, what sort of player is he going to be when he comes back as well? What sort of players Alex Evans going to be who's down playing Cardiff Uni? You know, they're they're all. I think long term, future wise, I think we'll be in a good place, providing they come back to this. And it's, 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 like it's, but it's historically, yeah. get too good. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah and historically, though, going from RGC yes. has been the perfect. It's been the best grounding for all these players that have gone off. Yeah. There's a lot of players that have so gone many. off, like Langers. So, yeah. You know, you could you could go through them all. Um, you see Sean Longsdale has real socks on yeah and Sam as well Sam Wayne had his, his yeah, they, uh, top on didn't he yeah, in the Wales yeah, one thing they did playing against two well, probably it's, Glasgow it's nice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did all the most regions have own socks on because the Ospreys did as well didn't they yeah, yeah. I think all the clubs in the yeah, they, 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 they said they were doing it I don't weekend. think Ulster did because like, Ulster had all white socks yeah. on when they played because I was watching the highlights I can't believe like so many like you said so many lads have left North Wales and gone on to so much it's like it's obviously doing something right, RGC, and doing yeah. something right, like, historically. That when or, they started 11 years ago to now. Very good at identifying talent, potentially. Or got so a great pool of talent. Yeah, yeah. Well, we That's untapped, really, in Wales, isn't it? You argue that, okay, so if you had that, if you had a team, if you had a professional team and brought all those players <laughs> yeah. back, oh, yeah, yeah. they were all professionals, the core, 
be interesting. Is that, is that an exclusive? Oh, should, uh, we, should, should, should we call it, call <laughs> it the Godpod 15? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting 15 you could put together already, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Would you know. oh, yeah. Well, that's one for a rainy day, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Is Ten, yeah. Lewis Barker. No, I wouldn't get in the squad, mate. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's great. That's brilliant insight, Kerry. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Talking to Cardiff Harlequins, Colwyn Bay went down there on the weekend, unfortunately came away... Um, losing that game but what a cup run Colin Bay have had lovely to see in North Wales get into a semi-final um, from what we've heard being, being beaten by a, a, a good kicking game uh, and a few penalties at crucial times I think in semi-finals or big games obviously you know it's a bit public quarter-final sorry or uh, RGC standards as well penalties and like slight momentum swings in games can have huge can have huge effects and oh, it massive. sounds like that's what's happened at, Momen- uh, at Colwyn Bay momentum is rugby isn't it oh, rugby yeah. is momentum and it's like you can have the best you can have you can have a better squad but once momentum swings it's hard to shift it in rugby yeah. I don't think there's any sport quite like it tennis maybe cricket okay yeah alright but yeah, yeah. They, they lost there but what a cup run that's brilliant to see oh, yeah very good um and uh, yeah, I, I haven't had any juicy gossip from the Colwyn Bay night out on Saturday night. Which well, bit... Gwyndaff's put a bloody block on you, hasn't he, mate? He, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's after me, isn't he? I've seen the post on socials, he wants a scrap. Over to Div 3, we'll just rattle through these. We've good. got to get a bit of RGC and talk to you, Kerry, a bit more. Um, Div 3 North East, and Idloys, another win against Strong Flint side on the weekend. Um, and. The the I think the game of the weekend actually, um, Bala twos played Rithin twos, uh, and it was Bala three Rithin five. Oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> I bet that was absolutely <laughs> wank to watch. <laughs> what's, what's the lowest scoring game? Rumor has played? it it was played in the Somme. <laughs> <laughs> what's the lowest scoring game you ever played? I've been in a three all with Colwyn Bay. Um, actually, I've been in uh, played for us against Colwyn Bay up here when I was eighteen. Um, we beat Colin Bay 3 0. Go on. <laughs> I've been involved That's in a 9 0. Cambridge, Cambridge. Whoa, end to end that compared <laughs> to the 3 0. Yeah. I've had a 6 3 and a 5 0. Nice, mate. 3 all was great. That's and we'll jump over to Div 3 Northwest. Gevney with a fantastic Oof. win at Patheli 2s. None of yeah. us called that. Boys, 22 26. So, what Have a performance yeah. that was. None of us called that. Brilliant. Yeah. And that rounds us up for the for the um, for the Div Three this weekend. Uh, not a lot on. No. Uh, Six Nations obviously this weekend coming up, so won't be a lot. It'll be a bit a bit bitty, bit bitty. Um, but yeah, we'll jump over to RGC and have a chat with Kerry. And now we'll move on to our probably our main part of this pod, the, our RGC section. But a lot about you, Kerry, really in this bit. Um, We'll talk through the last two results. I know you probably won't want to touch them in too much detail, um, but you know we'd like to see what you think. Any, anything pleasing coming from them? I know two losses on the road, uh, Newport uh, the weekend before last, 43-17, and then Aberavon this weekend a lot closer, just the, the, the try eluding Yeah, there. I think, you know, look at the Newport game. We really struggled uh, up front, really, because we just didn't have availability going into that game. So we You were, were on the bench, weren't you? Uh, I was... 
I was nearly on the bench. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> on the Thursday, I was still on the bench. He was in there, sports direct by the dudes. Yeah, actually, I haven't got that good of boots on. I've got like six stud boots now. I've thrown easy someone's away, and expensive now. Yeah. Hey, your retro ankle ankle boots. <laughs> <laughs> that we were the weighing gold. Yeah, so we, we basically, um, Fax's cousin uh, came on the bench for us. So a guy called Jordan Pritchard plays uh, Astrid Ronda. And, he's, and that's how we basically got to come on the bench because he's Fax's cousin. Fax sent him a text wow. on Thursday saying, Can you come on the bench for us? You know, we, we looked around, we phoned around, we asked, we asked around the clubs, we asked around. Um, you know, we tried to get Jordan across. Jordan can make it. We are, you know, so we had basically Ethan started on like yeah. you know, two nineteen-year-olds. So, you know, we started off quite well, but then it kind of they got on top of us like that. Paddy's not available. Yeah, so, I was just going to say Pontypool. It can be done. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can go down. You can travel, and you can take permits to make sure that you have a front row. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'll say it because I'm not involved. No, but it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not it's what we're about. Like I said, it was a great opportunity for those guys. And to be fair, the two of them fronted up really well. But then Newport started to get a bit of a, uh, an arm grip, you know, in the set piece in the scrum. You know, put us back in the corners. Um, and then we started chasing it a bit, really, to be perfectly honest with you. And then we got a bit looser than we normally get. So um, that's where a few of the tries came in. But it was a. It wasn't a bad performance. It was a, it was a, a battling performance, um, considering where we're at. And they're good at the moment. They're, yeah, they are they're, good. They're, they're on fire. Aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're they're an established team that's been playing together for five six years, and it's mostly old guard played, OB played, and, and all that. Oh, what a boy he is, doesn't you? Know, mate, what a boy. Yeah, you know when he plays, he does make a big difference to them, and they just they they played particularly well on the day. Like so, you know, it was credit to them as well. Like so, we had a good night. To be fair, we went back to ask. We went back to my club. And oh, we, we saw watched, that. Yeah, yeah, we watched the game back there. So, um, yeah, we got had a bit loose, didn't it? No, it was fun. It was yeah, it was, it was good fun. Well, thank God you haven't banned beer on the bus. Because uh, I've heard no, from no. A, one coach, you see, he banned beer after he got beat. Oh wow! And now uh, the um, the plus that uh, doesn't strike me as 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 you anyway, Gary. That's no. not that's not something you'd do. No, well, I just. Like I said, it goes to show, you know, last weekend, the boys had a good night out. We had a much better performance against Aberavon this week, you know. Um, they said we really fronted out when we got a bit unlucky, to be honest with you. The, the one try was at the back door, came off somebody's head. So he's head butted over the line. The lads, <laughs> he's been the referee's called Joe Marler style. Joe Marler style, and he's dived down and scored one of the tries. And another one, Ava scored in the corner. And he's just like, that, wasn't it? Yeah, so he, as he's hit it, he's down with pressure and the ball's flown up and he's just slowed it so Oof. so we got a little bit unlucky on that one but just to go back to that the boys went back on the bus and like nobody had a beer like you know it wasn't that you know the beer wasn't bad or anything but they had a good weekend weekend, the, weekend the night the week before and, yeah, was and sometimes they're the making of yeah. a young team and a, yeah. and a not a new yeah. team because they've been, that, knowing been together that, knowing, knowing well knowing that but also to share a beer yeah. that's when you that's when you come together as a team sometimes. Yeah, it is very much so. And then you got you had some, some old guard there and some very young boys. You know, you had you had Dion, Delwyn, Billy, um, those guys all together. And then you had like I said, you got a very, very young crew there. Did so they let anyone in their circle? <laughs> to be fair, they were they were, they were really good, like it took a while. <laughs> but now um, Dan Dan's sort of hanging on their coattails, Dan Owen's just around there as well, like you know, to be fair, halves with them. But now obviously everyone saw them you know, got together and mingled really well and it's, it, it's good mate like so we seem to be making progress now we've got 
two massive games coming up now. We've got Neath at home uh, after this, and then we got Command on away. And your home fall's been pretty good, really. Yeah, no, uh, you know, you, yeah. and, you, and you've beaten some good sides. You beat Cardiff in that in that yeah. one on the thirtieth of December. Um, <clears throat> obviously, there is there is an issue in the in the league with home home and away form. You yeah. back yourself yeah. at home, would you? Yeah, very much so against anyone. Well, they're the games we're missing, isn't it? We've like what yeah. three games behind everyone else, or two games yeah. behind, and they're the two home games that we've that we've well, missed it's, out on. It's, it's the point balls and needs as well. So it's the the teams we feel we can do well against as well. So yeah, yeah, we've we've done Flandreville twice now. We've done Emmerdale twice. We've done Newport twice. We've done Cardiff twice. So you know that's your all the top sides. Yeah. yeah. So you know we know we need to be better than we've been. We know that the next two games are really important for us. You know, Neath at home and then Carmarthen away. Yeah, you know, we're hoping to go and get something from those two. Then we got a we got a week's break. Then we got seven games on the bounce that night. So yeah. we go wow. uh, we go March all the way through April and into May. Yeah. Bang think- bang bang all the way through. But it's getting it's getting drier. So pitches downstairs are going to be. Firmer, yeah, flatter, so suits us a little bit more. Yeah. Doesn't it? So we, we <laughs> get a couple of we get a couple of good results and get those pick up those extra games in the bag, and then yeah. it's a, it's a it's a decent mid table finish actually. Well, it is, yeah. I think I think well, I'm certainly hoping we can have a really good run there. In the next two games are crucial. Yeah, seven games, and I think we can pick up a bit of momentum. Like we won six on the bounce last year, and they put us in a really good place. There's no reason why we can't get onto a bit of a roll off the back of that. Honestly, what was what was your you know what was your goals for the season, if you mind sharing them? I was I was home for top four. You know, I yeah, think yeah. if we had our squad and we'd been where I wanted to be, I think you know if we'd had that available all the way through the year, I think we could have been. I don't think that's really unrealistic at all. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we. I don't. I don't. It's almost like I say top four. I, I'd like to get into the top four. I don't think we're one two. I think we are. I think we're around that middle, and I think we have a good run. We get into that playoffs, and if we get into the playoffs, it's so be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think we're. I don't think we're strong enough. I don't think we've got the depth of squad at the moment to be one and two at the same time because of what we're trying to do in terms of you know developing those players. And you know, the boys who train the most with us are you know under twenty two, you know because that's what we're trying to achieve with them. And, and anyone who gets to 23, 24, you know they've got they've got jobs, they they've got you know wives, girlfriends. Where well, you can't you can't commit to that for what we're we're offering. Hmm. You know, what we can offer. That's always yeah, been the difficulty, isn't it? Always yeah. been the difficulty. Yeah. A quick, uh, difficult question, actually. Um, what would you have uh, come to the end of the season and we get like decent mid-table finish with all the young, youngsters that we put through so far? Um, what would you be happier with if you've had this full squad and then get to the end of the season and hit the playoffs, or with the squad that you've had so far this season, all these young kids come through and then still get a mid-table finish? Um, yeah, like I said, it, it is a difficult question. Like for me as a coach, I always want to finish as high as we can, so I always want to be in the mix at the end. So yeah, you know, I would have liked to have been up there. Um, I think the fact that we've achieved quite big things, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we've achieved quite big things in terms of Harry Ford. You know, is, is a huge and a really positive story. Yeah, yeah. Paddy's a huge and a really really positive story in terms of what they've done and where they. We have to call in Patrick on the podcast because. <laughs> But no, like like Forty comes up. So I was watching Forty last year because um, my son was playing with him in that Dragons uh, rag group, and he basically didn't get a contract off the back of last year. He got um, he was just came out of um, Crossy's College. I thought he was a quality player, playing a little bit of bridge end, but not really playing. So third choice, like you know, but it's very very slight. So I said I went and met with him, and you know we had obviously Dion was out. And, uh, Rog gone on to Colby and um, uh, 
Morgan had gone to Chester, so it was like, well, we needed a 10. Um, so I was like, well, I thought he was a quality player, but he needed physical development. So I said, come up to us, come into our full-time program. Uh, you know, you've got to get bigger. You know, you've got to you really focus on the gym. You've got to eat. You know, and basically stuck him in the house with Hugh Taylor, and Hugh Taylor was basically his dad for for the like the first quality. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like for months. He was like, right, eat forty, eat more forty, go to the gym forty, in the car forty, drink more water forty, off to pet forty. And it was, it was ridiculous. Like, you know, he was driving him around, but no, it was massive for him. So he played, he played nine games then, and then you know, he'd been good for you as well. He's been really good quality player. Like he's got a skill set. Yeah, yeah, he so looks good. He came in basically, and they, they weren't going to be in the original twenty squad. And I phoned up Lloydie and I said, like, "Just have a look at him." I said, "Have him down for two days." I said, "If you don't want him after the two days, send him back up here and play for us on weekend." So this is the start of the that Scotland week. So he went down Monday, Tuesday, and he was um, he goes into the camp, and they said, "Okay, uh, boys, any any of you go over there, just grab a shirt." And before he goes, "I'm ten." Grab the shirt, and ran over, <laughs> st- stuck it on, and got straight. That's what you want, though. You've got it. You had Harry Wilde. You've got to go you do know? that though. You've got to go do that. You're just going to get stuck in. And, because like, they loved it. Like they were like, and of course he was there fizzing passes around, running the show. But if you think about that whole back line that's been playing for the 20s, we're all like Dragons boys. All the ma- all mates and yeah, all, all pies. Yeah. Like, so you've got that Reese Weld and basically the whole back line he's known for ages. Yeah. So so we sort of really settled into it and, and done well. But he, he put on five kilos. In that in that short period, he took it with me. But to be fair to him, you know the the dragons really struggled to get any weight on him. He just couldn't do it. But I think that's what RGC could do for somebody like him. It's just like right, okay, you're up here, you're away from your family, you're away from your friends. Knuckle just, down, yeah. Knuckle down, focus, eat, train, you know, focus, and he's been able to achieve his goals off the back of that. And, and Paddy's a bit the same, Paddy. You know, has, has, has got himself in really good nick this year. Like, you know, to be fair, he's lost all, you know, he's got himself in really good condition from, from where he was. He has, and he's, you can see yeah. around his face, he's, he's changed body shape and, you know, he's reworked really hard his scrimmaging game and everything else and he, he's made big strides. Obviously, you know, the England game was going to be hard for anyone to be oh, honest. That's our performance. Oh my God. If uh, your, well, he's, he's the next big thing, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He, he, he Absolute kept, monster. He, Pads came with us on Saturday and we were speaking to him in the club before we jumped on the minibus and we were like, how was it, Paz? He was like, I uh, literally at four o'clock in the morning, I was like in agony in bed, like rolling over. Like, Seeing my dreams. Talking of food, do you still do the address of Conway big protein packs Whoa, for the boys? Oh, good then. We don't, but you can drop the plug in there. Can <laughs> <laughs> Edge of Conway, sponsorship, please. Harry Ford needs food. <laughs> <laughs> so does, so does Could that be our next sponsorship, uh, sponsorship deal? Um, yeah, a few burgers from there would do, wouldn't it? Uh, like I said, the boys do all their own meal prep you know they've you know what we run in that sort of that goal group we call it now so that's sort of the senior academy group they're in uh, they're in Monday Tuesday Thursday and a Friday morning now so they are a full time programme like when Brody Coglin came up to us last year he said we train more than Dragons train like more wow. than a wow. more than a regional team train so we put more hours into it more time into it than, than, than they're doing wow. and I think his development when he came up was a really good story for for them to come up and develop and then go back in, he got a contract off the back of it. Yeah, and he yeah, supposed he to get one. So there's lots of good stuff happening. Um, it's not directly translating at the moment into to wins on field. So that's that's what we got to change. Like you know, and, and I think that's where we need a bit more experience going into next year. I think we need to get a few older heads back. You know, sort of. A, I think some like old Coldy Town or something like. Yeah, that, I think something like this though. You, you coming out and <laughs> because. <laughs> No, I think some of this, uh, you know, having you on to, today and you you willing to come, you know, it's it's just be, going to be fantastic because 
from an outside person looking in, I'm not saying I am because I know people in the, in yeah. the team and stuff like that, but from someone who doesn't know anything and just goes to, has got an RGC season ticket, they're going, you know, well, last year we were X, yeah. this, this position, the year before we were this position. Yeah. But I think the insight we're getting from yourself, it can only answer questions or, or put people's minds at ease that actually, I, well, I think, I'm not sure I echo these boys, yeah. everything's working. Yeah, you know it, a, what you've got in place is working, yeah. but, but if, these things they take time. They're not overnight fixes. The other thing is, if it works, we get weaker. Yeah, so yeah, that's the biggest so, problem, isn't it? That we okay, lose so, people. Well, we develop Brody, and we make Brody better. We lose Brody. Yeah. Okay. We Ebbs has a really good season last year. We literally, I was on the phone to Jim Davis, like saying, "Please have a look at Ebbs. Please have a look at Ebbs. You take him down there, have a look at him. Yeah, we'll do a deal with you." come back to us, we'll part fund it. In the end, they contracted him, whatever. So we were desperate to make that happen. But Ebbs going weakens us. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to make us yeah. better in the league. So if we're selfish, if we're not trying to be, we're not trying to push players forward and make them go and become regional players, go and become Welsh internationals, if we're all about just RGC winning the league, we don't push those players. We keep them keep them here and we just... We, we, so, so we need one more step, don't we? Really, but so what is the whole region? Just asking you this probably hardest question: like three, what is the future? Because it, like, we are obviously we want to win the prem. That's that, that's the goal, obviously. But if we're developing players, which we are, that go on and do, which we shouldn't be stopping. You know, what is the future? Are we a development team that performs performs well in the prem, and then but lets our best young players go? Or are we? Is is the goal a region? Like what? What? What do you? What do you see as? I would love to. I'd love to see us as a region. Um, and there's a scope for that. Do you think? I just. I just don't have fundings there to, to be able to achieve that within the game at the moment. To be honest with you, I think the funding's going down, not up. So, you know, unless something drastically changes, you know, I can't see it happening in the near future. So, I think what we've got to do. In the short term, is like it's like the forty, it's like the forty and um, and Paddy. You know, they they develop in that big block. They have a block away with twenties. They come back to us as better players, you know, and they push us forward. And what I'd like to see is really good relationships formed with all regions, not just one. Um, in terms of like Abs going like the start of the year when he went and played for Commander Quinn, was a bit of a joke to be honest. You know, yeah, like said, where, you know, they came to their their senses off the back of that, and then he said, "Come back to us now." So he comes back to play for us from from now on. As it should have been, you know. Well, I think if we have that kind of relationship where we produce, start producing more players, and you know, the 18s have got some, you know, some very good players coming through, and then they come into our ranks, but they they almost get a dual contract with regions. But when they do play, they play for us because this is where they want to be. This is where their homes are. This is where their families are. I think if you build that relationship correctly, that you've got those boys coming back to you, and then everyone sees that pathway working. I think you'll get more and more kids coming through, and then it's a bit like a girls' pathway. You can see how many of them. Absolutely flowing because, like, like so now they've come in and shot straight into it, and then the ones behind it can see that and they're really yeah. going for it. So it's accelerated that whole process. And I think the sooner we can get that that sort of straight conveyor belt instead of the over oh, to England conveyor belt, then the region's actually going, Oh, yeah, well, you know, he's, he's proved himself in England now, now we're signing back, which was, you know, what's been happening for the last 10 years. We need the direct one, we need the, the Ebbs one, you know, we need the Brody one, we need the Playing for us, playing for them, straight in, you know, and then yeah, if you get that working properly, I think then then I think that 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 we can show we're doing on a constant level. Then we get loads of good players coming to us. And then you also you suddenly get regions going. Then 
actually, we'll send one or two of our players up there because life experience, yeah. living away, having to fend for themselves, having to come into a new program, having to develop as an individual Agreed. person. Yeah. yeah. They suddenly go, actually, that's going to be. To sell that as a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a so development we, tool. We get yeah. one or two of them coming up in key positions that we are we're not blocking our own players. We get, we get those key positions in. We develop them. They go back to down to us. But then also, so next year, then, all oh, that work for him, send somebody else up. And then I think. Convey a belt of. And then we're sending players down to them. And I think that's what I'd like to see it work. So that's quite a nice little segue onto the EDC. Uh, so. So, yeah, touching on the EDC, because it's a nice little segue from what you were talking about before. Um, what's your um, thoughts on it, first of all, and your knowledge of it so far, and how do we think we it's going to go, basically? Well, I think um, a lot of it is probably looking at what RGC are already doing to a certain extent and trying to get the, the league sort of coming up to that type of standard, really. Um and I, I know that sounds might come across quite arrogant, but you know we've already been training three nights a week, you know, for the last two years. You know, longer than that, yeah, like where, ten years ago. Well, exactly. But you know, we we've had the physio department. You know, you've got two full time physios in there. You've got two full time S and C on board. Boys all get the S and C program. They get nutrition tours. All the rest of it is what they want EDC to go to. So, so, so the difficult thing about that initially was funding for the cl- other clubs. Yeah, very much so. Like I was talking to um, talking to the Abraham coaches and you know and the players down there and they've already said to the players, look, uh, we want to train one extra night a week and we're not going to pay you anymore. Uh, we're going to uh, go away from a, from a retainer fee, we can go straight to more match fees and, and blah, 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 blah. So their budget isn't going to be, you know, that much improves the same as everyone else's but everyone has to reach higher standards. So, is the Welsh Rugby Union's way of of saying that you have to hit these standards to be involved within this league. Professionalising. Yes, to make it yeah. better. Yeah. So, so every penny you're going to get, you're going to have to really work for in terms of clubs. So they're trying to get rid of um, you know, certain journeyman. clubs. Of journeyman and the clubs who might just go in and try and just buy the league effectively. Yeah. So. And it, it, um, has there been any inclination into funding yet? That you can share, or no, you know, it's, it's, it's public knowledge funding wise. I, I yeah. don't know what it is, but it's it's out there. Well, that's I, what, yeah, I don't think exact one number is. Um, is. Is that changed though from what you're currently getting? No, it's not. No, not we're not for us because we're because you're already running a setup. Correct. That, that um, professional. Yeah, we're um, that funding will just be put into our our overall funding anyway. Like so, you know, I, I believe I was going to say exactly the same, exactly. pretty much the same what it already is because. Okay. It's not really any change for you. Well, it's not, you see. It's changed for the rest of the league, EDC, in terms of, you know, they're going to have to go to one more night a week. They're going to have to put an SNC provision in. They're going to have to put physios in. But that's stuff we've already been doing for for the whole That money they're probably spending right now is going on retainers, Retainers match fees. Yeah, yeah, players. So so are are RGC going to benefit from EDC because everything's in place. We're performing as we're performing now. The other teams ha- aren't. It's, it's the hard part is going to be to a certain extent. Obviously, you know, look at the Pondy players. So there'll be some Pondy players there that the other clubs will be able to pick up now. So they'll make those squads stronger. Whereas we probably won't pick those sort of players up because of the same argument I gave you earlier. Really, because if you're 26, 27, you've got a missus, you've got a couple yeah, of kids yeah. in school. You know, we aren't going to pay you a full time wage to come up here. You know, you're yeah. going to pay you just it's a top up, really, isn't it? Like you know, so. It's it's for the local players or for you know for those young developing kids that we think we can you know either get into the twenties or, or push them through like a Harry Ford and then potentially get into the professional environment. That's that's what our, our 
unique selling point is, or potentially like a Hugh who comes in as a as a coach and player. You know, it's that sort of yeah, yeah. that sort of package we can push it up a bit with. Yeah. But that's that's where we're at really. Like so, you know, will we pick up extra players off the back of it? I don't think so. Well, will much change for us going forward? I don't think so. Do we need to? Probably not. I don't consider so. what we've I, got already no, coming no, through. I just, I just think it makes the the quality of the the league stronger. Which is going to make our job harder to a certain extent, which it just means we need to be better. And it also means that then going forward, as I spoke about earlier, so having that, that up and down sort of pathway. Uh, and I think, you know, we need to do a bit more recruitment of a it, slightly older player as well. I, you know. I was about to ask on recruitment. Yeah. Um, recruitment's always, uh, from the outside looking in, has always been like uh, whether, whether the, the funding's been available. Yeah. Uh, but do you see the funding and the recruitment coming from, uh, for instance, giving an 18s boy a contract and a 20s boy maybe a contract like a Harry Ford from down south and keeping it in Wales? Or do you see um, 10 players, 10 to 15 players playing in England and France that are RGC boys or North Walians or have been RGC players and seeing that as a scope for bringing back maybe later on in their career? A bit of both to answer your question. Um, I think, you know, we've been too young this year. Um, we need we need to get some players back. You know, we need to get, like I've been talking to Danny Cross already. Um, you know, I'd hope Danny's going to come back from Hong Kong. That would be huge for us. He's been a big loss to us this year. It was good there. having Worth back as well for a bit. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Uh, lads are experienced that level. So it's those type of players, you know, George, um, uh, Robert Silver and Doncaster. Yeah. Those type of players are players I think would be you know that type of player. I'm not saying those actual players. No, but that I'm type of player. That got that's, Robin Robin Williams yeah, in Bedford, Swartzy. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's, my phone hasn't rang yet. No, I'm No, but it is. It's just that it's that bit of experience around the other group. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we've got you know you can see really see when we didn't have we didn't have Dion, we didn't have Billy, we didn't have Bryn. You know, we didn't have that core group. You know how hard it was and then suddenly you saw when when Ebbs did come back and play and then when suddenly you had Worthy around the group and then Avon's back and Avon, fit in Avon's minute. back and fit and you see how we perform then when yeah. we perform when we don't have them and it's it's basically obvious isn't so, it? so you do like, think recruitment is that hybrid recruitment you think of maybe a bit of ex-player a bit of that yeah. but then a bit of South Wavian youth and a bit of um, yeah. a, a bit of hybrid yeah, contracts yeah. exactly and, a bit. and if we can get some of that hybrid and some of them you know this is quality players down there some of the youngsters are a sharp mind you know if we can get like 40s you know he's a, he's, 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 class. He's, a, he's a classy player like you know if we can get a couple of them up, like you said with you know, some of them RGC boys, a core group, like who are RGC through and through as well, as well as our core boys, you know, forgetting, you know, Dion, Avon, Billy, you know, Edward, Swills, to, yeah, yeah. you know, we just get Swills and RGC point now, well, yeah, right, yeah. You, and, yeah. and Kingy and Liney and all them boys. So if you put all that together, I think we could be in a really good place, but I think we just need to do everything we can to make that happen. From what I've read There's so all far, this kind of- that's kind of what it is for RGC, is they are split across all of the regions, but then each region down in South Wales have their clubs in their region as their feeder club. And RGC's sort of in the Scarlet region. No, we're across the four. No, across the four, yeah. So, um, I don't like to Scarlet have done some business with us this year. Like I said, we, that was just circumstance for any more than anything else. Um, yeah. We're open to, to dealing with sort of anyone like the cup. Well, I've got good connections with the Dragons because I know them. So let's let's have the Brody in that situation come across. You know, okay. I probably know a few more players from that area because where I'm from. Um, Scarlet's always really good. Ospreys, 
yeah, being a bit of a closed door, to be honest here, we, we don't get much from them. But Cardiff could be an interesting one, really, if you think about it. At the moment, they've got nobody in EDC. Um, <laughs> but, well, so Cardiff, apparently, they've changed their mind since they've been bought out. Yeah. And are now going to... Yeah. And I think if we're if we if we're not naive, we could probably say that WIU kept the spot open for them. Well, that would be... That would be my guess, <laughs> and that's that's my opinion, basically. But the, and more ten teams applied, and Kerry, got in. More importantly, so. are you staying on at RGC? Where, where's what? How's your contract situation? Another, another north. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually I'm out this year. To be honest, I'm out this summer. So, um, yeah, so, but you would like to stay. I would like to stay. Yeah. You'd like to stay so, involved, yeah. and yeah, so, so what's so. the crack? M- Mrs. lives down in us still, and yeah, no, well, my son's um. He's doing his A levels now, so he's in Monmouth Boys down there. So oh, she got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah, he's doing alright. He's in. Get a job. He's in the Dragons Academy actually. So nice. He's, okay. he's, he's, Position. Get him up. He's a hooker, um, but he's, he's big. He's way bigger than me. He's, he's like 105 kilos and Whoa. six one already. So he's get him up to RGC straight away. Uh, yeah, he's got another year, another year to go in school, so he'll do his A levels now. Next year, he's only 17. So nice. Was A levels now next year. I can play if he's in the academy. Get him in. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, it'd be interesting to see what happens at that point. But you'd want to. So you want to stay, stay on? Yeah? Yes, I do. Yes. Um, I've got one more question. Um, one more thing. Uh, what is your take on North Wales rugby as a whole, separate from RGC, um, in comparison to how the game is run down South Wales, uh, standards of the clubs, etc., coaching wise, stuff like that. Um. Yeah, it's a good question. Like, I, I really like the RGC clubs. You know, you know, the whole region. I think the club setup is is great in terms of there seems to be good rivalry. Um, you know, the clubs. You know, this you guys doing this with the golf club. There's nothing like this going on within within leagues down there and structures. So I think and I've said this about RGC before, and, and the whole the whole region that we've got in, in North and, and and Mid Wales, but it's um. It's a brilliant setup, and you know, and everyone seems to work together to try and make the boat make the most of what we've got. Um, what I think we could get better at is really pushing those standards. You know, I think we we could be better as as clubs. Um, I think we we could push those standards in what in relation to what in particular. Well, we go down. We you know, like I said, you know, Nantes got through a few times. Obviously, they haven't, they haven't won it yet. Like you know, and you know, even when we go down Colwyn Bay go down you know Colwyn Bay go down she could go down and win like, and that's what I'm trying to say is that can we push those standards in terms of that professional sort of training element like um, okay. Papa was saying you know he's getting irregular numbers to training now is there any way that we can help out with that as RGC and that's you know is that implementing more coach development within coaches like I've said before you know RGC is an open door so any coach that wants to develop wants to come in and spend time with myself and Josh and everything we're doing, or with Saw, you know, wants to develop. You know, as a throwing coach, come and spend some time with Saw. You know, wants to come and develop as a as a scrum and head coach, come and spend some time with me. The door is open. They're going to be now. They're going to get loads of phone calls. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't mind. I, that's, but I think that's where we we need to go with it. Like you know, if you're more than welcome to come in. You're more than welcome to you know. As I said before, we went out and trained against Wrexham. We you know, we've trained against Didno. We trained against Nam. You know, we'll train against. Any of the teams, any of the teams, more welcome to come to us and train against us. You know, yeah, we we have Bangor over, and they train against us, and on a Monday, more often than not, when they got game weeks. So, to try and get them better. So, we want to be part of the solution. We want to be try, part of getting North and Midwellian rugby better. And I think if we buy into it as a as a group of clubs, you know, in in the area, and we all say, right, okay, let's let's do everything we can to improve everything we're doing. 
you know, I, what I'd like to see is us going down in these cup competitions, winning it. Yeah. Turning these teams over, making real statements. I do feel like there's, a defi- there's definitely been a shift over the last, since COVID actually, yeah. about North Walian teams. And this might just be my sort of, um, my mould head being on and seeing it from this side of things. Being way more collaborative with RGC rather than combative. Um, and it, which it has been when it first initially kicked off, but I think both sides of the both sides of the aisle were a little bit difficult to start with. It was a very difficult teething process initially, mm. um, but I, I do think it's getting loads and loads better. Get, players are getting released more, and there's more communication um, with between coaches and players. And, and well, I do think you've got some, so many of the kids now are playing RGC shirts. Like you know, one of the first things when I first came up three years ago. You know, I went to watch uh, the kids at 15s and that. They're all in bloody football shirts and all sorts now. So one of the big things for me was the kit side of it. This, let's try and get a kit package together. The kids can buy RGC kit for starters. So they're all wearing RGC kit. And then yeah. as they progress through, they start giving them kit. And as they get better, let's give them more kit. And then we get the brand awareness out there. And then, Everyone wants stash. Yeah, well, they do. Everyone loves stash. So and it's a good, to be honest with you, the branding is pretty good, I think. Like I said, most of the kit is, looks quite nice, to be fair. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then the second thing I spoke about is us going out there and not asking them to come to RGC all the time. Like Josh is going, you know, every Monday, Josh will be over there today. He'll be over in Wrexham, like putting the 15s together over there. So he's going out and taking himself over there to try and put a 15s program together because we're we're helping out with that side of it now. So putting like satellite centres in different parts of the region. So we're looking to try and you know put one down south, trying to get 4G built down there. Can we get a decent 4G over in Wrexham with funding from the Welsh Rugby Union? And then having satellite centres in different places and then taking the coaching out to them instead of asking parents to drive them to our just, We can get more 4Gs that we can play on with lights. You'll get train them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll get way more games on. You talk about getting games on. You talk about getting more things on. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah. You can talk about not only getting more games played, but also getting kids training on a 4G when they're not getting covered in mud and, and yeah. wet and all that. You'll have way more buy-in. And then we can go out to these satellite centres and then sort of you know, try and improve the coaching at those lower levels with those different boys and girls yeah. all the way around the region. And I think we're only going to thrive from that in the future. Yeah. So that's what, that was sort of one of the big things that I wanted to do when I first came up. One was getting the brand awareness out there, and secondly, really going after these satellite centres and yeah. then putting resource into those satellite centres for those younger teams, you know, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more we do that, I think the better we're going to be going better, forward. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Is, so I've got ten questions for you, Kerry. So first thing that pops into your head, we need the honesty. Go on, I guess. I'll get the listeners up. Right, favourite beverage? Um, lager. No, oh. no, it's overtime. Sweet Brothers overtime. <laughs> Sweet overtime. Start again. Favourite beverage? Overtime. There we go. Um, <laughs> Not contrived. Pub, best place for post-match grub? Oh, um, uh, Worcester was, believe it or not. Yeah? Worcester. 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 Really, yeah, the shed. Okay. I love the shed. Yeah, yeah. But I hate the shed, and I love the shed. <laughs> that tends to be the like everyone says that. But for me, I, I just love, I love that. Play it on a Friday. Play on a Friday night. Yeah, shed. Friday night. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, best stash you ever had? Ooh, uh, Ian Park with Harlequins. Oh, oh, that is that's sound good. 
Spanny, that, isn't it? <laughs> still got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm too still there. <laughs> uh, biggest pet haters coach? Oh, Wingen. Yeah. Hoppo. Sappuccinos. <laughs> mate, I am I'm ultimate Mr. optimist, mate. Yeah. Yeah, ultimate oh, optimist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your best rugby moment? Ooh. Um, it's got to be... Got to be Welsh Cup, so yeah, my yeah. first one. Belting yeah, first time round, yeah. What would you rather, a 50 point win or a one point sudden death? A 50 point win, that's <laughs> stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, wind or rain? Uh, rain, yeah, rain. Uh, best piece of knowledge or tip you've been given? Oh, um, Probably something from the old man, really. Um, just well, man played fair bit. Played fair bit on your boys. Wales beat, never got capped, like. But um, yeah, played played like six hundred games, like pro and all that. And like, so even in the seventies, he was second yeah. row. So but he was always just like he just take no shit. He always used to say to me before every game, and he always says it to me now, even when I coach him. Just says, just take no shit. Like I said, so that's probably yeah, that, one thing. And the last one, the most important one, <laughs> Dion or Delwyn. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Not even a thought. So much thought went into all of these, except for that last question. <laughs> so quite sat in the office, and I was just like, "Right, that one's going in." There. Uh, I can't. I can't have. Um, uh, I don't like windows. Then go for it. Go for down. <laughs> well, that's I, brilliant. Well, I made you yeah, fucking hell, fuck me. He was saying. Uh, they was uh, saying that Dell had a bit of a uh, with uh, Saharlo banged in the in training, lost his head, got <laughs> shotted, and shots flying round. I love him when he comes in. He gives me a big touch every time he sees me. Oh, yeah. okay. So he's kind of monster. Yeah, <laughs> goth juice. Goth. <laughs> okay. Uh, good chat, good chat with Gary. Nice, mate. Love that. Um, yeah. uh, but we're going to jump on to women's rugby as we always do. Uh, huge shout out to five North Walians involved in the Welsh Six Nations extended squad. Nell Metcalf, Gwentlian Price, and E. Calais, because of the pronunciation. I can do this one, though. Sean, Sean Jones, Kelsey Webster, and Alau Uh Performances for Gwalior Lightning of obviously. Um, contributed to their selection so congratulations girls um another one for north wales rugby carnarvon ladies beat cobra 27 25 do you see that score line gents yeah yeah look at that. yeah amazing result first win of the season for the covey girls which is amazing achievement in that league in that women's league but i do want to know right who won the chop off in the clubhouse at the end so basically it was two covey girls two Cobra girls yeah. chop off. It was uh, the chop off was Dick of the Day and obviously the player of the match. So who won? I need to know. Uh, was it a double up for the Covey girls? Because if it was, hell of a performance. Yeah, get in touch. Let us know. Get in touch. You need results. to know that. We really need to know. And um, and then jumping quickly on 18s rugby, 18s women, twelve girls, twelve women. Wow, part of that brilliant. That hey, Kerry. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, a lot of praise obviously has got to go to Saul and Lucy there for coaching and um, obviously putting putting all the effort they do with those 18s women and 18s men. But we've got the 18s women, Poppy Hughes, Alan Jones, Alo Purse, Begu Francis, Eva Jones, Bramwin Metcalf, Gwentlian Hughes, Karis Whitfield, Hannah Tudor, 
She's going to be a star. Leah Stewart, Hannah Lane, another star, and Saren Jones. Uh, those 12 in the selected uh, extended squad. Um, both squads in the training camp. We've got the 18s men's. Greg Thomas, Dylan Alpha, Tom Cottle, Jack Wynn Roberts, and Tidier Jones. Huge congratulations to all selected. Uh, both squads have been in the training camps for a fair selection. Mole boy, uh, the, Tom uh, Cottle. Yeah, Tom Cottle, or, or the mole boy. Uh, for 18 Six Nation Festival, which has been held in Parmer, Italy. Ooh. <laughs> nice. nice. Get me trip. on that plane. Yeah. Uh, nice between March. Uh, Begu Francis Roberts as well. Begu Francis, yeah. Yeah, Francis Roberts. Francis Roberts, is it? Oh, Francis Roberts. No, you missed the name there. Celt sister. Correct. Correct the Mundo oh. box. There we on go. fight. Check out the it. big brains on bar. <laughs> 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 um Rugby family, that. But in yeah. the meantime, for the men, they've got three games to impress. Scotland on the 3rd of March, Ireland on the 10th of March, and the Scottish development for the Shags. Um, so let's hope we have 17 players in the Six Nations squad yeah, uh, come March the 27th That's so good luck all I think Lucy and Saul are both involved, aren't yes, they, Carrie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Saul as forwards scrum. coach. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And Lucy's doing the scrum, I believe. Scrum yeah. stuff. Amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, so good luck you two as well, because yeah. uh, flying the flag for the RGC uh, community and the RGC squad. Yeah, so uh, flying. absolutely flying. But... Good luck, guys. Good luck. And then finally, Bank University. Um, Shags. Oh, God. It's all kicked off, hasn't it? <laughs> What's oh God, it blew up a little bit, didn't it? Calm absolutely shitted himself about defamation, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah got them in the end. We've had contact from Bangor University for what we wanted, bit of a clarification. Yeah. So we've been told, although Joe's position wasn't being filled immediately, it will be filled at the end of the year. So that's brilliant news. Uh, Kerry, you were, you were filling in for him last week, I heard. Yeah, between myself and Rog. Um, um, what, so Rog? Rog, yeah. We're going um, to play together and look after the rest of the game. So um, I think there's three games that Rog couldn't go to. I think he chose Leeds away. Um, I think he chose... Shock. Durham away twice. Shock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rog. Cheers, guys. <laughs> And I also said, oh, WRU haven't been on campus. They're not giving, you know what, they're not giving Bangor any support. Apparently they have been on campus the week after the pod. All right. Um, Power the pod again. There you go. <laughs> so they've been on campus. That's great. Having meetings with the sports science team. Um, there is ongoing research programs since 2018, talent development, injury prevention and coaching. They also have a three-year rugby grant examining risk in community girls rugby. So there is a hell of a lot of positive still, and uh, of what we said, um, a lot of what we said was true, I believe, uh, but obviously maybe not as black and white and as in stone as as we first said it. Um, so apologies for for a few minutes. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I think the worry was if there was a strong recruitment drive to bring boys into Bangor to then go and play RGC, which is probably something you've been offering, Kerry. I'd imagine. Yeah, very much. You know, so, like you know, um, uh, Dylan Offord is you know, considering going over there, for example, and he's in Wales eighteen. So there's some, yeah, there's some strong contingent that we want to we want to keep local and we want to keep that Bank University connection going because it's a great pathway for us because hundred percent it hits two things, doesn't it? Obviously, yeah, yeah. your education, your accommodation, lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I think it's been great for both parties. <laughs> Obviously, it's been brilliant. Like you know, and it's it's very much you know something that we're massively in support of. Hence why. 
you know, I'm personally sort of going over there. And yeah, I but obviously our worry, our worry from the last pod was if there's not someone being filled in that role, how does then that affect the program going forward? And no, that's all. That's all we no, had. I think you're and absolutely right with that, and I think you know, you know, it's it's a really important thing that sort of the Bangor are getting a huge amount from the relationship as well in terms of that rugby program. Oh, yeah. You know, if they achieve promotion again this year, you've got to realise they're going to go on some serious trips as well. Yeah, could be Scotland. Only two two off super books then, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but they go national then next year. So it's out of a hell of a standard. Awesome, yeah, mate. Yeah, awesome. Is, yeah. So <laughs> you go up and playing like Edinburgh. Yeah. You know, so there's some some good trips as well. Yeah, out of the Yeah. So um, might get on the no. coaching book. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but I think it's you know it's really is moving in the right direction. And same with the girls' side of it as well. So, like, you know, so we, we believe there is definitely going to be a rugby program. We have been year. told, told yeah. that there is a position being filled, which is the head coach role. Um, and there will be the rugby program as is going forward. Excellent. So um, hopefully that feeds into Kerry. I hope, I hope you get filled in in terms of. <laughs> Come on, get filled in. Hold on. When you walk Hold out, mold now you get filled in. No, I hope you uh, get. <laughs> 4.8, 4. 8. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Sorry, it's classic. I'll tell you what, we've got another... Rocket fuel. We've got another couple of crates out the camera. Oh, God. No, I hope you get we'll the information sure, that please. you need to be able to be able to you know, offer these people um, and players the pathway that, that you know, well, you're offering. I, I think so. Like I said, the more that goes to the leagues, you know, Ultimate aim of that, you know. You imagine you get that into Bucks Rugby. Oh, Swansea getting in there—that's been class for them. Yeah, but what does every kid say? My, my kid's the same. You know, he's doing his A levels next year, and all he says is, "I want to go to a Bucks University because I want to play Bucks Rugby." Bucks Rugby. And Cardiff's always a big one. Isn't it? No idea. Cardiff's a big one. Cardiff met in it. Yeah. Always has been. But then with Bangers in there. Oh mate, it's massive, yeah, massive yeah. pull, and, and like and that brings loads of students in. And there's no doubt about it. Like, there's loads of students want to go there. Look at Card Met. Look how you know all yeah. subscribed it is with the rugby. They've got like seven, eight teams. Well, look at everyone goes there and wants to play. Back. Look at uh, Waboso. Waboso couldn't get a gig there. No, because he's a Cardiff boy, isn't he? Yeah, he couldn't get a gig in the uni in Cardiff. Either Card- I think it was Cardiff Uni he went to go to. Yeah. Couldn't get a gig there, so he went to De Montford in, in Midlands. Yeah. Got a- no, no, he went to oh, first okay. Wasps Academy, and then. Wasp obviously went bust, so then he went down to Exeter and got a kick there. Yeah. And that's why he's that's why he's with England basically because yeah. he couldn't get a, couldn't get a gig anywhere else. Couldn't well, get a it? couldn't get a gig with Cardiff Uni. That's the ultimate goal of it. Like it's going to take a huge amount of time and resource and effort and everything else. And you know what Joey has already done there has been incredible. Unbelievable. You know, to be to be fair to Joey, yeah, you know, massive pat on the back. Yeah, massive yeah. man, thanks for the work and effort and time he's put into it. Hundred percent. Like I said, we just want the you know, lifetime want, supplier, honey. <laughs> we all want we all want the right person and then now to, to, to carry on his good work well what a pod what a pod <laughs> season really 2 episode 5 um, has been brilliant thanks Kerry for your time guest host Kerry Jones guest Thank host little host one uh, no uh, but no it's been uh, it's been great to have you on obviously brilliant insight into the um, into RGC and, and, and your previous you know rugby career and, and coaching and what you think about the game it's been great having you here We've uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it having you up yeah brilliant thank you very much Cal, Cal did Low. enjoy it that's why I thought yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to fill you in outside um, yeah amazing amazing insight and uh, thanks for coming down and coming in uh, coming in live as well which is brilliant yeah uh, no share a few overtimes 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, obviously, yeah, shout out, was. shout out, big shout out to our first sponsor, Spitting Feathers. Feathers. Thank you very much. They've gone uh, down very, very well. From Waverton. Um, I'm getting a lift home with Oppo, and I've had three, and I'm absolutely steaming. <laughs> He's on his way. Uh, so, thanks, Spitting Feathers. They are world class. Um, we'll be back in two or three weeks' time with uh, the new flavour. Flavour. Um, but yeah, flavor? obviously, subspi- subscribe, subscribe. I have subscribe. three. Subscribe. Three overtimes. Subscribe on our socials, Instagram. A live pod at a game. Yeah. Well, we were talking. We've been talking about this. Maybe doing last game of the season for RGC. Maybe. Set up a net. Yeah. And do it full speakers. Yeah. Do like do a like a pre-match one and like a post-match one or something. Yeah. We'll get get all fans in afterwards and then we'll have yeah beers and stuff. I love that. Love the sound of that. Hey, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we have been the Gog Pod with myself, Callum Bennett, Richard Hopkins, and guest host, Kerry Jones. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, subscribe, follow us on socials. Get in touch Someone to... send us an email, yeah. please. <laughs> email gogrubypod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, uh, subscribe and, and follow us and uh, check us out, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Um, yeah, see you in a couple of weeks. Later. Cheers, bye.